This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Aetherite Radio. I was checking to make sure we were unmuted before I said anything. I'm Fusion X. <laughs> Joining me today, we've got Aldi. You know, we've got Rook. Unfortunately, Zen is out. She's feeling a little bit under the weather, though. Zen, we hope you get better soon. Uh, joining us, we have Sly, aka Gray Hi. Fox. What is up? What's going on? How you doing? I'm so uh, glad we got you back this week. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's been so long. It's been a while. Has it? How long has it been? Uh, oh, pre and Walker, now? right? I feel so unprepared. Uh, yeah, I would think pre and Walker. It must Let's have been. See. Yeah, well, but hmm. we just search like in the run right? on Gamer Escape. Lots of people have used know. the word sly in reviews. This is unhelpful <laughs> to me. <laughs> Here's my whole review about this game. Now an additional paragraph. What did mm. Sly think about it? While I was <laughs> watching history. <laughs> New Ninja Turtles game? Something sly in it. I'm not sure what. <laughs> okay. It's been yeah, a while. I don't know. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, let's just say that. Yeah. Glad to, what what have you been up to, Sly? What's been been going on over at the Velvet Room? Um well a mishmash of things, you know. Uh recently just finished uh I the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative, starting Rise, which mm-hmm. it, it's Rise. You, like I'm a hunter must hunt. Yes. A hunter <laughs> must hunt. Um, in addition to, uh, you know, the 14 stuff, um, station WSOI, things like that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Uh, okay. So today, uh, live letter happened yesterday. So obviously that's the, the elephant in yeah. the room. Uh, we will be talking mm-hmm. all about that. Um, before we get into the that, elephants though, were a patch ago. Oh, I'll do All that. right, everybody, that's going to go ahead and do okay. it today for 8th Red Radio. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> All right, so uh, a couple quick uh, bits of news here. First, um, new optional items in the Final Fantasy mm. 14 online store. Uh, if you would like to ride a Big Puppers, you can get a Puppers. You can pet the Puppers. The Puppers can bark. Mm-hmm. If you're a Puppers fan... This is this is the the online store update for you. Why would you put the word if in there? You must be a Puppers fan. I guess maybe a few people are afraid of Puppers, so that's valid. But mm. everyone else, no exception. Everyone must love the Puppers. I mean, I, you know, back home I had cats. Mm. Not that I I don't like a good a good boy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, but I don't I don't know, we're gonna I don't need to get know some if podcast uh, hey, co-host and guests. So Aldenow doesn't have it either. <laughs> all right, great. Well, I'm gonna have to replace. This is the Rook all show now. Right yeah, this is it. So I'll be taking applications soon. Please let me know how much you love puppers. Uh-huh. What your favorite puppers is? The answer is uh-huh. all of them. They're all good uh-huh. boys. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I've been enjoying yeah. people drifting around on it. Now that's cool, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, the crop top is great, and it's a gift. So does this mean we're yeah. gonna get? So does this mean Twitter's gonna get flooded with running in the '90s memes and deja oh, yeah. vu? And okay, yes. we yeah. can only hope. Forward to it. I definitely yeah. saw one with deja vu. As soon as I, I, I saw it, and I'm like, I'm gonna press this, and it's gonna play that. Yep, there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
they also have the uh, the street gear um, that we yeah. we saw from various sources a while ago. Um, I love this gear because it comes with two different tops. Yeah, which is super really nice. awesome. Yeah, um, <laughs> so those are now available if you want uh, to pick those up. Um, if also, you want to dress uh, Emilians as a you know like street, like yeah. It wasn't Let's like 20 honest. minutes after That's I saw the tweet. It wasn't even an option. I got out of bed. I see the update. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, scroll. Like, five posts later, there's a million square in the. Yep. Like, it didn't take long at all for the <laughs> yeah. internet to jump on that. The real question is did it make her husband sweat? Like, is he into that? Was he like, mm. yes, this is the look? I mean, that's the real test of all of these. No, mm. I, I think Forsha saw that. And he's like, why are you dressing like those delinquents? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Crystalline Conflict Community Cup for Europe. Uh, we did talk about this last week. Um, yep. That's going to be uh, hosted uh, by uh, by Lithy and Brian Ricardo, um, which is super awesome. They couldn't have found mm -hmm. better people for that. Absolutely. Um, the registration period for that is going to be, uh, it's, it's right now, uh, until July 8th. So if you mm -hmm. are in Europe, uh, the European Data Center, uh, make sure to apply if that's something that you're interested in. Um, the announcement for the brackets will happen on July 18th. And then uh, starting Thursday, July 21st will be the prelims. Um, and then Friday, uh, July 22nd will be uh, the semifinals and the final. Uh, and those both start at 11 a.m. Pacific. So we'll be actually mm. awake to see this happen, which is nice for a change. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, definitely go check that out. If you guys have been enjoying PvP, make sure to give your support um, because that's that's how stuff like this can happen. So yeah. Um, also, we've got uh, a new Primals Blu-ray is coming out uh, for their Beyond the Shadow uh show that they just did last month um that's going to be on sale uh september 14th um just like the other one if you picked up uh the first blu-ray there's going to be some behind the scenes stuff uh so make sure to uh check that out uh bonus item codes include uh close in the distance and hicks vent leonis uh beyond the shadow version orchestrian roles so okay yes please <laughs> absolutely um and with that out of the way that's mm -hmm. gonna do it for. No, I'm kidding. Uh, got him. Uh, no, uh, live letter. Um, lots of really cool stuff in here. So, uh, patch six point two uh, is gonna be called "Buried Memory." Ooh. Uh, and it's coming late August. So, uh, two months, a little less than yep. two months. Um, yep. I'm excited. I can't wait. I want to. I want more story. Oh man. I'm a little, I'm a little weary. It, yeah, we're gonna talk about it. Let's just, let's just, <laughs> yeah. let's just start going down the list. Um, so, what is to come in patch? Yeah, six point two. Uh, obviously, we're gonna get new MSQ. Um, we saw a picture of uh, some people hanging out with a little little Atomos. We saw um, mm. uh, weird voidy avatar thing. That better not be Xenos. <laughs> well, 
I don't think it's Xenos, but the community has a lot of theories about this, oh, yeah. right? That like, yeah. if Xenos sought out a Void Scent to make a pact with Re Reaper lore, that this could very well have been even like the corrupted version of ourselves yeah. from the Void. And That's where my money is, if I, I know. put money on this. And buried memory being this, I don't, I just, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Could be. I've named him Freddy. Freddy. <laughs> I like that. I, like, it's why? Why? What? What about the the energy of this this entity? Uh, had you come to Freddy? He just he just looks like a Fred. Looks like a Fred with his <laughs> eyes looks like a covered Fred. up and just looks like a Fred. I'll take Fred. Okay. He's Fredding. Yeah. As we all know, Fred Freddies do have a tendency to cover their eyes, just sort of as like a weird mm. impulsive thing. We don't know what it is. Scientists are stumped, but yeah, every Freddy I've ever known has done it. Yeah. As long as it doesn't start jumping into our nightmares and doing weird things, I, I'm fine with it. I personally, I, I, I have That's never known any Freddies. That's a possibility. So. I mean, some people are into that, Al, do you know? Don't shame anyone. We already had pixie dreams. Now we'll just have Freddy nightmares. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, also, uh, we're gonna get some new side quests, uh, Tataru's Grand Endeavor, we're gonna get some more of that after yes. the, uh, the first part was, like, it was interesting, it felt a little short, yeah. I wanted a little more, um, you know, setting the stage. Yeah, so, uh, this is interesting, so, uh, to continue with this quest series, you're gonna need to complete the Shadow of Mock quest series so that's like the void arc raid sky stuff. pirates yeah, yeah. Pirates. that's kind of weird but like She's also sky pirates. sky pirates yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd be awesome yeah, yeah. i really always cool. loved i loved those characters i loved that little glimpse so i'm really mm -hmm. glad i hope they're bringing them back yeah so do, so do the ambulances um my siren goes by right as i get excited <laughs> yeah. you know it's just the hype siren it happens there, there you go yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. Rook was like, I can either have a siren or like the blowhorn. And we're like, ah, the blowhorns yeah, a little G horns are played out. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um 6.25, we're getting somehow further Hildebrand adventures. I absolutely loved these these the, the, the first installment that we got of this. It is everything I wanted from these, including stuff I wanted to see just in like base 6.0. Like I'm so happy. Sure. Yeah. I won't. I won't spoil anything yet. But like, if you haven't done them, you need to go do them. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're so good. Um, oh, we'll be talking more about Hildebrand. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, this is like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love Hildebrand. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, anybody that's been listening, mm -hmm. I, I love Hildebrand. Um, mm -hmm. I have some some questions. Reservations. About, uh, it's um, it's interesting. Um, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, relic weapons are tied to Hildebrand and Endwalker. Yep, I mean, they weapons, yeah, Mandrill I mean, weapons. Maybe yeah. this is the big question, right? Like, they say we will have somehow further Hildebrand adventures. I've seen some people in the community unsure about whether or not this was actually mentioned as being a prereq or all of the previous Hildebrands were not, you know, may or may not be included, but. From what we're getting from this, it does say that this new relic quest is unlocked in somehow further Hildebrand adventures, which at least following everything that we know so far would mean that to get those quests and to do them, you would have to have done all of the previous Hildebrand yeah. story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just, just something about like, 
and I, and I and I say this not having an alternative option, right? I want to make sure. that it's you know I'm not a game dev. I'm not saying like eh, it should have been better, but I don't know what they could have done, right? Um, Endwalker, the culmination of ten years of storytelling. We're gonna get like, oh, what's a relic weapon gonna be like tied to that stuff? Like that could be so cool. How about Manderfill weapons? <laughs> okay. it's so funny. I hadn't actually even thought about the coincidence of timing with that. Yeah. Because okay. I feel very, okay, I feel very lukewarm, I guess I'll say about mm -hmm. this. I am not okay. mad about it. I am yeah. not, mm -hmm. like, ecstatic about it. I also mm -hmm. believe that maybe we'll have some steps that are gimmicky, but I can't imagine that the entire set would be gimmick relic weapons. Yeah. Maybe that's incorrect of me. Could they do it? Sure. But, like... To me, relic weapons are some of the weapons we have in this game. They're some of the few that have those special effects, you know? And I think I personally like them because they at least somehow usually make an attempt to tie them into being an actual important artifact or relic. Right. Now, mm -hmm. does that not say, like, does that not mean that Hildebrand and the frying pan and all that kind of stuff aren't important relics in this realm? Like, <laughs> no. But the, the weight that I put on either side of that feels very different. So yeah. I like that there's something with this. I think it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be gimmicky. Yeah. yeah, but like at the same time, what you pointed out, I think maybe does speak to why I have felt a little bit of disquiet with it. I felt a little bit weird. I, yeah, I want to point out it, yeah. uh, a comment in the chat here from Astrid. Hildy haters are flipping their stack of pancakes right now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, uh -oh. I would have just liked maybe for these to be our own relics, right? Like, sure. if we have been heroes, and this is the culmination of the 10-year arc, I would have almost liked to see this be a Warrior of Light set or something, mm -hmm. like, that we upgrade that has to do with our own legacy and how we've affected everyone in the world or something. I, I don't know, but I don't think it's bad. I don't Yeah, yeah like, it's, it's not bad. I think a lot of what I think caught people off guard, right, is... Um, coming into like this patch right i think a lot of expectations were set that the relic stuff would deal with what felt like was replacing what was typically relic based content right we thought it would be with these new dungeons that we're getting mm -hmm. um and and i mean to be clear that's we not to know. say right yeah we we could get introduced to the relic grind in Hildebrand, but then it's like, okay, go spam Criterion Dungeons yeah, and get exactly. like 50 of these items. Like that could very much still happen. Right. Yeah. So I think it's 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 interesting. Um just kind of seeing the the, the community's reaction to this because on one hand you have uh Tatru's like, okay, now you need to go finish Void Arc if you haven't already. Oh, uh, yeah, that, okay, whatever. Haven't seen anybody complaining about that. Nah, if no you want relic weapons, really. you need to be caught up with Hildebrand. Oh my god, this is the word. Like, <laughs> it's it's like it's okay. It's okay. Like, I know there's 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 more to that, right? There's definitely sure. more quests and stuff, but like you can just skip the cutscenes for it. It's okay. Like you can just it's, it's fine if you do not resonate with Hildebrand, yeah. just get through it. Like I was still on the Heavensward stuff. Like I had yeah. watched Hildebrand. But it happened during a time where I wasn't playing the game. So I was like, okay, well, I'll yeah, watch I, it. I and think it, yesterday, the, yeah. I caught up to Endwalker in like an hour and a half. It's fine. I know it. it's, you don't want to have to do it, but it's not that long. Just do it. It's yeah. fine. Canonically, story-wise, Geralt is the best mm -hmm. blacksmith we have. Yep. 
Godbert is the best goldsmith. Exactly. We have. Mm-hmm. This could go horribly right or horribly wrong. Exactly. It's leaning more towards right. I would hope there wouldn't be any gimmicky stuff, but my expectation is that these are going to be the greatest looking weapons we relic weapons we've ever gotten. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything anything less like any anything less like even slightly less is just a failure to me. It doesn't make any sense because these are Manderville weapons, not Hildebrand weapons. Manderville. Right. Manderville. Yep. Which Godbert, like you said, is the best goldsmith. So that's why I have hope for it. It's not a big like yeah. just do it if you want to do it. Yeah. You yeah. don't, and, don't do it. Fine. And I mean, I think there is something to be said about the fact that like they're just quests. Yeah. Like I it's it's tough it's because like three I three trials. Yeah. And I know that some people do find it very grating and they do find Manderville, you know, it's not their cup of tea. And I totally get that. But I mean, Aldino, like you said, from Heavensward to Endwalker, what it took you like an hour and a half to do them? Yeah. I mean, including the, the trial. Yeah. Like, the longest part is a Realm Reborn. That, mm-hmm. yes, like the quest mm-hmm. in that part for Hildebrand is super long and it is like a bit annoying. But like, get through all of that. The rest of it goes by pretty quick. And the queues for these trials are going to be popping nonstop right now. I think they mm-hmm. already have been. So you don't have to wait a million years on those either. Plus, if you've never done them, and if you ever wanted to be a mentor or have mentor roulette, you have yeah. to have those done. So like, you are just multitasking right yeah. now, right? Get yeah. it out of the way, be done with it. Like, even if you don't like it, but it's not something that's gated behind skill. It's not something that's gated behind gear you can't acquire. It's not something that's gated in any kind of way and we have two months until the actual patch releases so i would just encourage people that feel a lot of frustration with this right now to like just work on it bit by bit just do a couple quests a day just do a little bit like before you know it you'll be through the whole thing and it, it, i i promise if you really hate the, the whole thing just skip the cutscenes. you yeah. know y'all have no problem doing msq every patch right if you love the story that's fine msq takes about what maybe three, four hours per patch, right? Mm-hmm. So most of these Hildebrand patches, like isolated through patches, not even that, maybe yeah. like 30 minutes max. So you're looking about, if we're going to call this like a patch day, you're looking at about three, four hours for the entirety of Hildebrand. Yeah. If you haven't done it. Yep. Yeah. And, and Hildebrand too, it's also one of those things where, um, from from like a, a tech standpoint, they're always kind of pushing what they can do with with the engine and the system and stuff like mm-hmm. like this. Pat, without spoiling anything, there was a lot of like crazy like lip flap movement going yeah. on in the in the last one. Like it's always cool to see kind of what they're able to to pull off. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, check it out if it's not your thing. Skip the cutscenes, just you know, a little bit at a time, and you'll be fine. Um, if if you like Final Fantasy, Hildebrand is a lot of times where we'll get cameos from other places, which is why I always yes. watch them, even if I didn't do them. Yeah. Because there's just cool stuff in it. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that was I think that was that was probably the most like yeah. surprising thing out of the live letter is just be, I mean, and even if even for me again, you know, like I think Hildebrand's awesome, but I'm like, really, that's where they're put. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. We'll see I get how that the hesitance, goes. certainly, yeah. but I give it a chance. I mean, we'll see. I think that they understand that relic weapons are supposed to not be the joke weapons. I do hope that we get joke that's, weapons, maybe some. Time, yeah, that's that's an but, interesting point that I wanted to bring up, too. Um, 
I mean, because we've had, you know, we talked about cameos and stuff. Um, yeah. it, it's no secret at this point that Gilgamesh has been tied into the the earlier Hildebrand stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, gag weapons have always been a thing with Gilgamesh. with him, right? Excalibur. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I've been I've been surprised, and I've been saying this ever since they introduced that that first uh, battle on the bridge fight. Mm-hmm. Like, why don't we have a Gilgamesh fight that drops gag weapons? Um, yeah. Now we do know from the uh, weapon design contest that there are some coming. Yeah. Um, maybe those could be introduced via some kind of Gilgamesh trial that they add during this quest line. I, I don't. I think, think it might be too soon for that. Maybe. Maybe. I. Yeah. I would say it, though, I it would feel weird to have these gag weapons be a part of this relic branch. Even Sage and Reaper didn't get any anyway, right? Well, there's the Sage and Reaper uh, yeah. is a separate design contest. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's why I would think that we wouldn't get those just yet because they need to get Sage and Reaper or else what are they going to do for those? Two? Well, I mean, usually, though, a fight is towards the end of that question. Anyway, yeah, so true. They, they have some time for that. Right. That's true. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think that parody weapons would would fit with the relic stuff. I mean, I like if they yeah. really, really wanted to do it, it could be like the phase one. Or something, but we're not mm-hmm. gonna be like, all right, here's my relic <laughs> weapon. It's a giant umbrella. Imagine that fake out. Like you get the <laughs> your first stage of the relic, it's joke weapons. People would be like, Oh my god, it's gonna be joke weapons all the way through. That'd be fun <laughs> to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as with everything, we've seen this in a couple games recently, but as with everything, always forever. Bam. Even if you are very upset by something like this, please do not threaten the lives of devs. <laughs> yes. Please do not harass people about it. Like, it always blows my mind that we have to constantly reiterate Mm -hmm. this all the time. But, I mean, like Sly said, there's a lot of potential here. I mean, there are a lot of even um, unusual ways they could tie this in. Like things like that, Mm -hmm. you know, goldsmith element or aspect. There's a lot of stuff there that they could do. So, even though, like, I agree because I, I didn't feel particularly awesome about hearing that they were going to be tied together and i was a little bit uncertain about what that might mean for the relic weapons i have faith that this team is doing something that we will enjoy you know um and it may also just be that this seemed like a good time because there was so much outcry and people really wanted hildebrand back but if they were realizing like very few people overall are engaging with this content we don't even know if financially it'd be worth it for us to like put the development time into any more of it This could have just been something where they were like, okay, well, if we bring it back, we need to tie it in somewhere or make it so that, like, we're encouraging more people to do this or get into it. So, like, let's just connect this somehow and bring it in. Mm -hmm. But then the actual scope of what they have us do for this, we don't totally know. It it could be really unexpected. It just launches from here. And let's be be honest, regardless of what they look like, more than half of the players are going to glamour over it anyway once they get it. So who cares what they look like? (laughs) I mean, I hope they look awesome, but like, it's right. It's such a, you know, they could be gag weapons. And if you don't like it, fine, glam something else over it. You probably are already glamoring your weapon to something else. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see, uh, how that all gets handled and, and what the design looks like for that. Uh, anything else about Manderville weapons before we move on? Everybody has said they're very good. Yep. Okay. Uh, New yeah, tribal quests also coming with 6.25, and this is going to be the Omicrons. That's so uh, cool. For gathering. gathering. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, you know, we we were been talking about the idea of, you know, that that cafe at the end of the mm-hmm. universe. Uh, and that's 
Yeah. I'm probably it. the only one against this. Yeah. Okay. Not not vehemently against it, but and you're you're talking about someone who you know likes to drink. Yeah. Obviously. Um this is like right behind you. It's like drink robots. It's like yeah, this yeah. sounds like the perfect thing for you. <laughs> but who's going to a bar at the end of the universe? <laughs> Uh, yeah. This sounds uh, this totally sounds like an anime thing. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but it's like just for us in the Omicron. I know. <laughs> I, like, I I'm not against it. It's just yeah. weird. I so like weird. The yeah. idea. But yeah. it is weird. I mean, especially too, because if you've done the Omega quest, like the bonus quest that we had, yeah. there was like additional confirmational lore in that that all of the things that we see there really are just figments of memory and mm -hmm. not, you know, like actual fragments of civilization that were like gathered up and put in there and that these aren't in any way, shape or form actually existing responsive yeah. entities as far as we're supposed to know. So it is kind of weird that mm -hmm. you would be helping them exist and rebuild when they are just like, echoes of a memory and not even so as far as what we've heard sentient souls that are mm -hmm. there i you know i like the idea and i actually am excited about it because i think the omicrons are really interesting and yeah. i think the idea of a bar at the end of the world is very delightful i mean maybe they'll start opening up passage where people can just you know pay a ticket and go get on the ship and go to the end of the universe where depression was defeated for all time like I, <laughs> you know, maybe i don't know it's still a realm of dynamis, so you let the wrong person in, and then I don't know what's gonna happen. Godbert's right? looking like, at attendance at the gold saucer drop, and it's like, what's going on? All that bar at the end of the universe open? What? Um, what yeah. I would, I would love to. Oh, go ahead, Fusion. I was gonna say, um, if it's gathering, maybe we're just we're going around and finding some components for the Omnicrons, and they can just, yeah. they you know they'll slowly remember uh, lattes or cappuccinos, and they can just you know remember you a drink. <laughs> That's what that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping this is like, I don't know, like Valhalla, that 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 game in which you're the bartender, right? Mm -hmm. You're helping these figments of memory of these civilizations deal with the fact that they're not real. Their civilization is over and teaching the Omicron things through that. That'd be cool. That's the, what I would the dev like. team is wild, right? They're like, okay, so let's make like Animal Harvest Moon Stardew yes. Valley. Why but then I also, can we make Valhalla? <laughs> That'd be so cool. I don't know that that's the truth. I, I that's what I want now because mm. I thought about it. But Fly has busted out know. the plushie. Yes, for this discussion, it would be so cool. <laughs> It'd be so cool, but it wouldn't happen. Probably, I know it's not. <laughs> I do It'd be really totally cool. I really like Nilshkin the uh, in the chat. I got reincarnated as a robot who opened a bar at the end of the universe because a buddy gave me the. <laughs> For the anime title of the Omicron tribe. That's, it's totally an anime. It's totally an anime. I would yes. watch that. It's like there's so there's I, one about like a diner that just randomly shows up in different worlds. It's yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. That's um. What should we call it? Um, Isekaya. Yeah, yeah. It's like an yeah. Isekaya. Like yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's the like Isekaya anime. Yeah, I love that one. Do mm -hmm. that, but just with the 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 bar at the end of the universe. So hopefully. Maybe maybe that's going to be the premise for the Final Fantasy 14 TV show. Oh my gosh. They, they'll just do I'd like a it. like a they, watch they, it. they'll just do like, they'll base it off like Midnight Diner. There you and, go. <laughs> also a very good show if you haven't seen it. Um okay, uh new dungeon that we're going to be getting uh the Fell Court of Troya. 
Yes. This looks so cool. This looks so cool. I think you got Sly is muted. I was saying they were really hitting us hard with the uh, four stuff. Oh yeah, exactly. As soon yeah. as I saw that, I was um, like, oh my god. Yeah. So apparently this is where the GMs go before they go out to put people in Morty in jail. This is the GM <laughs> break room, apparently, from what Yoshi P says. Yeah. That's amazing. I love it. So what we're gonna fight all the salty people that got banned or timed out in Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. Oh my Dark god, that should be a yeah. thing. Dark reflections of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just uh, co copy looks... character models of the last 10 people that were in GM jail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one looks interesting. And I mean, it's just going to be bots anyway. Yeah. <laughs> there's obviously. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait. The first boss is just like. It's just the whole band. What was, what, was, what, was, what was that name, Rook? I missed it. Can you repeat that exactly? Can you repeat that? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh my god oh, this new instrument for bardic cool. performance yes i would love it scat that would be great um this looks cool uh <laughs> i'm sorry i was laughing and now it's all gone out of my head uh, obviously there's like the final fantasy reference but of course the little like shot the screenshot that we saw of it mm -hmm. Just seemed very interesting. I mean, uh, I saw even Moose talking about the fact that it looked a bit like Sea of Clouds esque, and that some of mm -hmm. the shapes um, of like the things that we see look very much like some of the Dravanian architecture that right. we have mm -hmm. like witnessed in, you know, either up above in the ruins or from what we know of Draconic architecture, or at least architecture in that era. Like if you look at the uh, like Dravanian lamps that you can get and mm. stuff like that, and even some of the like little spire work or like things on the structure. But I mean, I don't know how they're going to tie this in. It looks very cool, though. I mean, is it possible that it's not even on our you know, shard? Maybe it's not even on the source. Mm -hmm. I have no idea, depending on where they want to go with all this. I mean, there's definitely that that feeling, right? Anything that's in anything with a purple skybox now is the void, right? Yep. <laughs> the end. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Also, um, you know, so not surprisingly, we also have a new trial and, a, and an extreme version of that trial. Um, you know, we don't know how that'll tie in, if it'll be mm -hmm. kind of introduced to the MSQ, if it'll be its own side thing. A lot of people have been hypothesizing uh, for fiends for obvious yeah, reasons. Fiends. Um, yeah, those could also, I mean, who else I mean, would it be? I don't I mean, know. you could also take the four fiends and make them dungeon bosses. You could. Yeah. Maybe the yeah. void. Oh, it it, it feels void more scent? obvious to do yeah. the trial, but. Like, yeah. maybe Xenos' void scent. I don't, I don't know, though. Be. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me. Like uh, Troya, I think is where the Earth Crystal is in four, so we could get usually the Earth one is the first one that you fight. I think like Scarmiglione, is that his name? I can't yeah. remember. That sounds right. But yeah, yeah, and, and so it's like that could be like you do the dungeon and then the trial comes right after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Could be. You could. It feels like though they could also do four fiends as our supplemental yeah. primal set though. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm so curious. I'm so curious. I have so many of. questions about this. Well, you know, it's, you know, also th thinking out loud too, right? Um, we had uh, Four Lords. Genbu was a dungeon boss. Yep, it's true. Yep. And then they went into the trial. So I maybe we mm -hmm. would see something similar to that again. I don't know. We'll find out. Hmm. 
it's exciting that's for sure yeah i'm i'm really curious what they're gonna do with the with the story um new raids we got pandemonium abyssos um and of course savage uh this time around uh savage raid here is gonna be released one week after the patch um yeah that's something that they're kind Good. of yeah yeah i i think it's great i Good. think it's fantastic Good. um I think, have, it's, I think it's better for um d uh dsr raiders yeah yeah because like there are some who are going still in the thick of it there are some mm-hmm. who are just tired yeah <laughs> like and for them to like go right into the patch and right into savage would would be completely draining yeah yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially too, because this patch is bringing like these new challenge mode dungeons and everything else mm. too. And, you know, they mentioned, I think, during the live letter that they were saying, we know that some people had commented in the past. It's, you know, really kind of frustrating to have to rush through, try to get everything done, try yeah. to get all the stuff, try to get it unlocked mm-hmm. so that, you know, that night when it goes live, you and your raid static can start doing Savage together or something. And I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like, there were many days where just because of the Tuesday when it released or whatever, I'm busy with stuff, but I know I have raid that night. So I'm having to log on beforehand and just skip everything as fast as I can to try and get Savage unlocked. So I I think this is an awesome change. And they said that they're like, this is just something they're testing. So yeah. it's possible they revert it or change it. But I can't imagine what would be bad about it. Yeah. Feedback so far that I saw has all been positive. Like mm-hmm. nobody is like, how dare you do this? So I think I think it'll go over well. Yeah, I think it'll be great. And it also, it, you know, those people that are going for that world first stuff, it gives them time to to do the normal tier and to yeah. really kind of get into the mechanics of that and um, get a better understanding of it. So that when they go into the Savage, you know, obviously Savage will have different mechanics. Yeah. Right. But a lot of that stuff is sometimes based on the normal modes. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it'll it'll make world race more interesting. I think it'll give people more breathing room. And I think I think that's great. I, I hope they do this for every patch. Mm hmm. Um, new Unreal Trial. Remember Unreal Trials? Uh, this time around, oh, yeah. we're going to have uh, Sephiroth. So if yes. you want to say his yes. name. Yes, I do. I'm so excited. The, sorry, the Warring Triad is my favorite. They're my favorite, I think, of all the Primal sets so far. And I really, honestly, I would encourage everybody to do Unreal. Because I just had somebody recently, actually this morning when I was streaming, ask, like, you know, I'm just getting into trying to get into Endgame. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm really nervous about it. And we were talking a little bit about, like, good stepping stones for getting into Endgame content, be that extremes or things like that. Mm -hmm. And for a really long time, a lot of those basic fights, so, like, the old stuff, right? Like, Ultima that's on right now are these old things where, like, the basic foundations of what would develop into endgame current endgame content mm-hmm. you just could not get groups together to run it at eye level to learn the basic mechanics that were taught to you that you then will see iterated upon over and over and over in other fights so like go in for these unreals they're super low pressure and if you run them and you do them each week and you're just like messing around with them um you know it's like closer to that original difficulty but you have your full skill kit and you can learn the basic mechanics these ones will be a little bit spicier because the triad mm-hmm. was spicier but um honestly you can even sell the stuff you get from it like the mounts and things for yeah. like mm-hmm. millions of gill if you just run them and you know figure them out so it's a good low stress environment i think right now to kind of work your way through some of that content mm-hmm. 
And Sephiroth was a fun soluble one. too. Unsynced. I think slightly so. soluble. Because I know I've done it as a goon for mm-hmm. Sephiroth. Mm-hmm. Like it takes a it takes echo, but still do yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um I did Sophia. Yes, yeah, Sophia. Like all the one triad, Tobal. Like mm-hmm. as a DPS. So yeah, make money. <laughs> and then go and then go do Unreal. Um but what were you saying? Uh what were you saying, Yushin? I don't know. <laughs> what was I saying? I don't remember. We're talking about Unreal. It was something about Sephiroth. Sephiroth. I don't know. I've done I've done like an Unreal Are like you gonna once. say his name? I don't Sephiroth. <laughs> Thank you. That's Thank Koji's you. favorite song to sing, by the way, if anybody doesn't know that. <laughs> But uh, what do y'all think? What do you think um, difficulty-wise? Because really mm. right now we have Ultima, and Ultima's really not that bad. If you no. remember 2.0 Ultima, you remember Ultima. So congratulations. I, I mean, I, their, they're your faux leaves for the week. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it'll be that bad. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of, like, the worst mechanics are, what, the knockback from the punch? And, like... Mm. Shakers, maybe shakers. I saw a lot of groups wipe to the angled blue ping pong or like where you're getting or pinballed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like those things, I think, will be more difficult. But I actually think it's a really good fight to bring into Unreal because some of the stuff that they designed in that one, I think, actually suits really well to the new abilities that we have on many Mm -hmm. classes. I mean, if you look at a Mm -hmm. lot of the healers that now have these like stacking multi hit shields or the, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like multi pulse heal Lily and stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff in Sephiroth where, like, there's a lot of outgoing damage happening on everybody. Or, you know, you're having to, like, run around or the puddles are dropping or you're having all the ads and everything mm-hmm. else. Like, I actually think that it will probably be a little bit easier than it yeah. was when it was released just because mm-hmm. the kits adapt. But it's still one that's pretty mechanically heavy. So I think it'll be... Um... I, yeah, I, I feel like Sephiroth and Sophia would be okay. I think Zervin is is what would potentially yeah. suck because of the uh, oh, fire and ice man. and the stacking <laughs> yeah. thing and the positioning thing and now i'm not looking for i've oh man i didn't even think about zervin and unreal i'm not looking forward to that <laughs> i can't i don't think he does another soaring um another uh warring triad after um after sephiroth for the next one i don't think he does mm-hmm. it. i think he goes to something different really okay i would hope so yeah ravana I'm thinking Ravana next. Mm. That'd be a fun one. That would be good. I really want Sophia, though. <laughs> <laughs> I love that fight. So many people hate it because you have to kind of do math. But I don't even, I'm not even we mad when I die. <laughs> I know. I just, I I just like the music. I die, but yeah, I just like, I'm yeah. like, Queen, kill me. Just destroy me. That's fine. <laughs> I'll slide off the platform. <laughs> like, it's okay. Um, job adjustments. Uh oh. Um, uh, so they're not talking a lot about details, right? They usually don't. Um, there will mm-hmm. be PVE adjustments. There will be PVP adjustments. Um, yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's this bullet point that shows up that says, extensive adjustments to Dragoon and Astrologian jobs have been postponed. Uh-huh. Uh, Nani? What, that, what? That makes me a little hopeful because they were like, hey, guys, we're going to do a lot of changes to these two jobs. And then they went, hey, but we're going to change Samurai right now. And the gnashing of teeth that happened because of that 
hopefully made them go, okay, maybe we shouldn't do the changes that we were thinking about and we're just going to postpone it. That's what I hope this is. I hope this is them going, no, I, we're not like, going to change I'm it. sitting here, like, like, granted, like, full disclosure, yeah. I've been playing Reaper a lot more than Dragoon. Uh-huh. But, like, I feel like Dragoon's okay. Did I did I miss something? Yeah. Like, what's wrong? You didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't <laughs> miss it. broke. Don't fix it. Exactly. Like, seriously. It, like, Dragoon's been one of those jobs that's been in the, in, like, one of the best places for the longest time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, for pretty much the entirety of Shadowbringers, we got the, what, what we like to call the monthly Dragoon buff that we didn't mm-hmm. ask for. It, like in, in Stormblood, it was it was the monthly monk buff. In, yeah. in Shadowbringers, it was the monthly goon buff that we didn't ask for. Um, and it would all it, like it would benefit the job, but we didn't ask for it, mm-hmm. so we'll take it. Um, but really, like, what is there to fix? Yeah, I mean, the only things I can think of are OGCD bl- uh, bloat, yeah. maybe, and then of course fix Star Diver animation, please. Yeah. <laughs> like what are you what are you doing on my dragoon? Like what? This There's... this was so weird to me to hear because I mean right. unless they just feel for some reason that like dragoon thematically hasn't adapted in a way that they feel suits the new relationship <laughs> between but like if they want to add in yeah. a cute little dragon companion, go for it. Oh, but like, oh I don't don't be don't saying that. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. This is not eleven. Stop trying to make this eleven. Go back and play eleven. But but oh, but know. also like oh, if, no. if you want I wouldn't say no. I love dragon. I so want to dragon. The little bit that we know of their thinking here is that they said that both jobs are busy. And I hate this. And I, I hate yes when they say it's busy, I say well the alternative is summoner right now. <laughs> and I don't want to. Well, do you know? One day, one day I'll I'll launch the full rant. But as a summoner, I don't want, I I don't want, want anyone rant. to suffer. I gotta want to hear We all do. And he just keeps teasing us like this. Just do, do unleash it. the do rant, Aldia. No. no balls. No balls. <laughs> Look, okay. So here's what I feel. And I, I, I think that summoner right now is a level 90 job. But it's actually a level 60 job disguised as a level 90 job with the Damn. amount of complexity that it has. Like Damn. nothing matters. There's no way to differentiate skill versus unskilled. Could you just press the buttons to show up? And that really drives me insane. It's it's they're trying to bring the skill ceiling and floor closer together because for some reason they think that the difference between a skilled player and an unskilled player is a problem. It's not. Who cares? Like what content are we are skilled and unskilled players overlapping? 24 mans? Nope normal raids maybe yeah that's it that's all like you self-select into the content you want to do you say i want to do savage well yeah that's not really a problem there like if you're going to savage you're going to get skilled there is no difference there right it's just it's weird i don't know who these changes are for when they make them i just don't understand it it doesn't make any sense to me so yeah i'm not i'm still not launching into the why i think casters and summoner specifically get the short end of the stick like we're gonna keep that i have some caster salt absolutely especially well i'll talk about it a little bit when we talk about savage dungeon 
because the one utility that summoner has doesn't work there, but my damage won't be any better, I guarantee you. So, yeah. We'll get yeah, to that. I mean, I so I mained Astrologian yeah. up through Stormblood. And so I'm looking at this from the Astrologian standpoint, which is that, as I've said before on this podcast, I don't necessarily think that all things considered Astrologian, either last expansion or this expansion, have been broken in such a way mm -hmm. that it's like, this is garbage. Like, not that at all. Like, it plays. It performs very well. But... For me, I've always felt this weird just discrepancy because, like, the way it was originally designed just does not always mesh with what they've tried to do to reduce it and reduce it and reduce mm -hmm. it and reduce it. And, like, part of what was fun for me, what I loved about it was the fact that I had so much active thought and I was like, okay, well, I can do this and then I can spread it and I can put that here and I can flip this over while I'm in between and then I can grab this and then, you know what, this is a little bit, you know, maybe in Savage I wouldn't do this, but we need a little bit of damage reduction. We need a little bit of mana mm -hmm. recoup. We need a little bit of... And I loved those choices. But as we have continued to distill what buffs are in this game, as we've continued to like eliminate the variety because it's hard to balance or difficult to figure out or to create content around and then we have like honed in more and more on just purely damage up and then like we get mm -hmm. astrologian where it is right now where i do think it needs some changes because talking about weird bloat and bizarrely redundant abilities like there are so many things in astrologian's kit where i'm like why do I have so many abilities that all do exactly this? Like they all do mm -hmm. heal over time and I'm just stacking it on like nobody's business. Why do I have so many things that are like that? Why do I have so many? I have these extra buttons to play the additional Lord Lady card that now mm -hmm. just changes or heals. And then I have all these other buttons just to play the regular cards. And then I like, I do think it needs to be addressed. But what concerns me is exactly what you pointed out that tagline that framing of we mm -hmm. think they're too busy exactly which like i like where they took summoner in the sense of a thematic redesign yeah, but well you know i actually agree with you having played it a little bit now more myself and leveled it it does feel like it's kind of starting at a place that is almost like that level 60 cap where i would expect right. it to have a few more things that i'm interweaving or using to enhance the different mm -hmm. you know modes that i'm in or the different things that i'm trying to do so, like, I like what they did for the redesign, yeah. but it doesn't feel like when I played at 90, yeah, that it's, you know, it doesn't yeah. feel like a lot of times that I am playing something that I would consider to be, like, current cap. Yeah, there, there have been some comments translated, like, um, that they want to, some of these jobs just have too much in them, and they want to bring them back to a baseline to then build off of, and that's cool, except for that takes an expansion, so... For an expansion, you will have all your stuff scooped out, and 7.0, Summoner will be interesting again. That's not fun. That 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 is anti-fun, and I don't want to see anyone else go through that. So there was a lot, I, I mean, I had a lot of, I'm like, okay, what are they going to say about these job adjustments? That they aren't doing it. Cool, great. Take, Think about it. Take some time, and really look at the feedback from the Samurai change and understand why. Because mm -hmm. the why isn't Oh, well, we just missed pressing that button. Nobody missed pressing an extra button. It just felt thematic. It felt good. It, it was a good kind of busy. There's such a thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that idea of, you know, we've talked about uh, job identity, right? With all the, the, yes. the, the, the whole new sets of PvP actions and stuff. Yeah, and how they did a great the, job. The jobs theme feel more like their job identities in PvP than mm -hmm. PvE right now. Um, I mean, the, the fact that they're like, yeah, Dragoon feels busy. I'm like thinking about like, all the Dragoon rotation since 2.0, I'm like, 
and you're you're just acknowledging this now. <laughs> like, where, where have you been the last ten years, Square? I I love the design of Dragoon. Like, I don't play it, but I I, I love it. I mean, I don't like, play it because I yeah. play a caster, but. Yeah, like, I love the infinite Ouroboros combo. You know what I mean? Like, that's is it awesome. is it busy? Yes, that's all but it is. with yeah. with Endwalker though, they made it such a smooth rotation. Yeah, it's great. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's as good as it's ever been. And they're like, yeah, but like we need to change it. But what? No, what? Don't. So oh, what? I know it's fine. Don't, like it's, it's meanwhile. Okay. Meanwhile, Scholar, I think numerically is fine and it has some yeah. great utility, but like what is happening thematically with that class now? <laughs> like they've never the known. They have Scholar? never known. Who knows? Like I mean, let alone Aldino, I was thinking of you today because somebody was talking in chat about how they switched off of uh Scholar after maining it for almost their mm-hmm. entire career. Exclusively because the books are such a boring <laughs> weapon. And I was like Oh, yeah. And then we got on a topic talking about, like, well, what could they do to make this more interesting? Could they redesign some of the animations for scholars sure. where even, like, the book is floating or moving above you as opposed to just, like, I mean, holding it static in a hand? Could they, yeah. mm-hmm. like, but I mean, in a further way that they could reinforce identity yeah. or make changes to it or even, you know, rework some of the abilities to have more distinctive feel. But, like, yeah, it's, it's very weird to me that they singled these two out, especially yeah. Dragoon, because I feel like Dragoon, I'm going... Why it seems great? I don't understand. I I hope the only things they do, and I don't I don't even know if I want to see this because I don't play the job. I hope the only thing that they really do is just make wheeling claw and what is the other one? Uh, wheeling what is it? Wheeling thrust, wheeling thrust something in fang. Okay, yeah, yeah. they can make that one button. They can make it change. That's about all that I I, I mean on the outside mm-hmm. looking at that's one button gone. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> You know, I don't know. That's cool. That's one button. That's some button bloop. Yeah. Okay. But I don't I don't know enough about Dragoon to say, okay, you need to change this or that. That I see is low-hanging fruit. They didn't even take the low-hanging fruit from Samurai. Like they got rid of <laughs> Kaiten. But you still just press Shinten instead. Like I still press a button then. Like what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll, 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 we'll find yeah. out at some point. Um they said they're going to be talking um, more about this in the future. Um, yeah. And, and it sounds like they're going to have a, another, like, thesis written about. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, hey, that's I, good, though. And I'm, I'm worried. Uh-oh, Rook's, Rook's going to, to get something. Um, <laughs> it's, it worries me when they say stuff like this. Um, yes. Where it's like, we are going to write something out explaining the mm-hmm. changes. And there's also going to be um, changes to uh, critical and direct hit adjustments. Um, yeah, they say uh, that they're planning adjustments for instances in which buffs, debuffs, and attributes related to crit and direct hit don't result in the expected benefits. Um, we'll get mm-hmm. more about that in the next live letter. Um, but just like the idea of them feeling like they need to come out and be like, okay, here's like 10 paragraphs yeah. of us telling you why we are changing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my immediate thought on that right because we're sitting here like well what they don't need to change anything with dragoon (laughs) right so my brain immediately goes to like yeah and they've also explained why they designed vera and rothgar like they did but we still don't agree with why they did it (laughs) (laughs) like they're just trying to explain it to save themselves right they're like but we said this is why we did it yeah but like why did you do it that way yeah (laughs) 
We know why you yeah. did it, but why did you do it that way? I've I mean, always okay. Oh, no, you, you, you. Okay. I've always wanted more insight to why they do what they do, why the balance is what it is. And if that's what yeah. they were going to talk about, cool. Like, what is their definition of busy? Yeah, because like, we think we know what that is. But do we? And, and and I think that's that's probably right. That definition, I think it probably yeah. changes um, from yeah. expansion to expansion. I mean, you know, we <laughs> I'll never forget Stormblood where they're like, yeah, we want to like try and like make things a little simpler. We're going to like pare down the actions a little bit. But then also we're going to add a duty action, which is a whole new button. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> remember duty actions? Yeah, I remember duty actions. We're going to we're going to strip machinists yeah. and. uh and barred of their support actions and only give them to dancer. But, huh? like, <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, it's always interesting because I mean, there will forever in every game, right? Be a, a constant back and forth between mm -hmm. like the development, like the developers and the development studio environment and like how they are perceiving things and working yep. through things and what they might be focusing versus the player experience on the other end where you know we're playing we're going through we may have different interest types of content stuff like that so there's always this kind of intermediary that has to be met where both sides right like there may yeah. be some decisions that have to be made for the good of the game or longevity that we as players in the moment may not always understand and may not always even be able to accept what they're saying mm -hmm. at the time but that might work out and then there might also be very valid community feedback that like does need to be acknowledged because the players have more time on their hands more energy more investment in a sense than like having to literally make all the things that are happening in the game they just mm -hmm. get to play it so the way that they test and engage with the game is different so that feedback needs to be taken into account um and we've seen a lot of periods where I think it's swung either way or like feedback has had a really good direct impact or yes, please give all the buffs back. Why in the world would you ever take the buffs away from Bard? It's a Bard. Yeah. What do you mean? Okay, you're going to take away the buffs. Make it Ranger then. What do you Why mean Mage's Ballad doesn't have anything to do with mages? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so weird. But, you know, it's one of those things where yeah, I think it's both sides. Yeah. So like I, you know, I accept that there probably are changes and things that they are paying attention to right now that mm -hmm. we in the moment don't understand. But I do also hope that, yes, they do listen to a lot of what's happening. And they're usually, you know, pretty good yeah. about that. Um, yeah, because there is good feedback about some of this. Yeah. And I think, yeah, the player base doesn't necessarily want all of the jobs to be the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I, I think a lot of it, you know, as as we right, we're in the 10th year now for for ARR. <laughs> Um, you know, each expansion, they, they try to mix things up a little bit. They come up with new mechanics and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. and then they create actions, to, you know, like we talked about with, with Endwalker with like the crazy stacked shields stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and so mm -hmm. they're always coming up with new ideas for fights. And then they also have to have that counter in the abilities. And it's just that it's that kind of fine back and forth dance, right. Where mm -hmm. they need to add new things and they, you know, keep it fresh. And so like, I'm really curious what about this expansion right now about what the you know the content they're making now um where they look at dragoon and astro and they say uh, mm -hmm. maybe maybe not and i'm like I, yeah. I, I i'm really really curious what they feel the problem is i cannot um, wait to hear what yeah live letter part two we better get yeah. an answer i am i am <laughs> yeah. i am cautiously optimistic sure um i <laughs> right now, I'm not. Tell us how I you am, really feel, Sly. 
Yeah, go for it. I uh, I am I am dreading this. I yeah. am scared. This is this is a job that's had like you talk about jobs who don't have an identity. Mm-hmm. This job has always had its identity. Right. Yes. Like it's never suffered. It's never suffered from like mm-hmm. like a misplaced identity or like not having like what does this job do? We we've never had that problem with Jagru. Yep. No. And now we're creating that problem. Yeah. I think there's only ever been two jobs that have had that, and that's Black Mage and Dragoon. To me, they mm-hmm. both have just worked, and they've both been exactly what you feel like they should be. So mm-hmm. I, I guess yep. we'll see. Yeah. All right. That'll take us to the PvP updates. Uh, mm-hmm. Series 2 is going to begin, um, as well as Season 3 of Crystal and Conflict. Um, and that Season 2 is going to begin on Tuesday, July 5th. This week, Very everybody, soon. we, I, I, yeah, and, and and it's funny, it's it's not on our our notes here, but July fifth, everybody, six point one eight, yeah. You know oh, what that yes. means? You know what that means? Yeah, yeah we can, we can. Data center travel things. <laughs> we can, we can do things. I can go. We can make over to Slice for a party and not have to ask oh, people yeah, in line oh, to dye my gear. Been, that would have been great today. Yeah, I know it would have been great today. <laughs> you just had to do it three days later, huh? You should be. Oh man! One of one of my favorite wow. one of my favorite memories is me and Rook. I think was it was it a birthday, Sly's birthday yeah, last year? Yeah, yeah. Last, year. Yeah, last year. Where where last we're year, in yeah. line, everybody's wearing dragoon blue. It had like just come out. Everybody's in dragoon blue. Oh, that was the first year. That was that the was first, first year. year. First year. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and then yeah, I'm yeah. looking around. I'm like. I can't dye my gear because I haven't done the quest. We have like, like no money and we're both just standing there. Like we literally had just gotten our butts to the housing ward. We're like going up and down the line, like, please, sir, do can, you have anything? Can somebody to can somebody dye my gear and then trade it back to me? <laughs> we don't have to do that ever again. No. Starting Yay. three days from now. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, three days from yeah. now. <laughs> I can't wait. We could finally do stuff. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm over here, and then like Aldi, you know, Rook, and Zen are like, "Yeah, we've been on the same data center. What are we, what yeah, are you talking about? Sure, like, we've been playing together for years." Huh? We have a raid group together. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fusion, like, if you were over here, no, I'm know, I'm reminded we... of it weekly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Also, uh, Rival Wings will be coming back as well. So uh, that'll be been, really yeah, interesting to see. You've been missing your robots. Yes. Yeah. I want to know how that works with the new design. That'll yeah. be interesting to watch for for the first while. It's a more MOBA inspired design anyway. The, mm-hmm. the abilities, so I don't know. It'll be I'm really excited I mean, about it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think a lot of it too is. I mean, with with the rework with Crystal and Conflict, I think a lot of people have have been more. Um, exposed just to pvp in general now yeah. in final fantasy 14 so um for this to be like hey we have robots too like there might be a lot of people now that are like mm-hmm. really i like robots <laughs> um so i yeah i'll be really curious to see um you know how the cues and stuff go for this it, it also mm-hmm. might be one of those things though too if um you know if there's a, n- a new series another season um where uh maybe people would go to rival wings after they they grind out their uh, their problem. series or their their card yeah, yeah. right so i don't know it's it's like maybe we'll jump into the new stuff maybe i yeah who knows so i'll be i'll be curious to see how that goes um i'm curious 
do mm -hmm. you all think that because they did this whole rework of rival wings do you think that this might indicate that at some point in the future given what we've seen from feedback about front lines and the current state that it's in <laughs> do you think we might see them take front lines out and do a rework of that too i well, hope so it, was it a rework of rival wings was that is that what happened they took it out so they could rework it for the new abilities oh, okay and you can tell yeah. how much attention I've paid to play, you know, to, to PvP before Crystalline Conflict. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I hope I, so. I really hope they do something to it because it's it's the one place where you see a bunch of summoners, and it's not for a good reason. And I would like them to just <laughs> fix that so I can stop hearing people complain about it. Honestly, like, oh my god. I just I just want to see like a like a like a murder board with summoner in the middle and then just mm -hmm. all the problems in the game yeah. because of summoner. Mm -hmm. I could do that. He's like that'd be easy. I just need to take a picture of it. I already got it over yeah, here. I it's already it. it's, it's already made. It's digital. I mean like <laughs> if you if you gave me control and let me go one up with just me, yeah, I could put it in my background, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that'll be cool to see uh, yeah. how Rival Wings does. Um, we're also going to get um, some improvements for some MSQ stuff. So we're going to get duty support added. So this is the the trusts NPCs um, for Snowcloak, Keeper of the Lake, Some Al, the Airy, and the Vault. Uh, they showed us one screenshot of uh, Airy here with both Ysale and Astinian in the party. So that's mm -hmm. that's cool. That'll be fun. I'm really curious to see um, the kind of dialogue and stuff that they add. The, the bubble text right for those dungeons yeah mm. this is like one spot in the story that i think is just so 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 gonna benefit from these trusts especially depending yeah. on how they write them and use them because yeah. you literally are adventuring with them for a lot of this portion of the narrative and it feels so organic and it also hurts me so bad because i don't want to have to go back to the dungeons and see her there and then know what was <laughs> taken from me but also think about beautiful new players going through. They're like, oh, how wonderful. A companion, maybe a future scion. Mm -hmm. And then everything that happens. its I mean, it's great. Honestly, it is. I love that we're going to get a little more time with these characters. Mm -hmm. And to see them integrated mm -hmm. into the story, I think, gives it a really different dimension. But also hurts me so much because I love to right. say it. Well, you know, you can just you can just queue up solo into this new, you know, duty support dungeon. You can just play dead right underneath her. She can just step all over you and it, it'll be great if you just need to if you just need a moment to just <laughs> That's why everyone comes here. These next level strats right there. <laughs> <laughs> um also um uh -huh. so our our dear friend um in, uh -huh. in Cape Westwind um was was moved, was moved mm -hmm. into a yeah. into a solo quest battle. Um Steps of Faith, everybody. Steps Steps of Faith is next on the hit yep. list here. Um Rip Bishop. Yep. Man. Kind of sad about what, I'm sad. What a run. What a run yeah. for Vishap. Let's give it up for Vishap. It was really slow if he <laughs> yes. was running. Yeah, yeah, very slow. I mean, did a great job. I mean, it was so hard when it was released that right. they had to nerf it a bunch, right? Yeah. People and hated like, that fight then, so much when yeah. it first uh, came out. Since then, it's still been difficult for players <laughs> because there are elements that you have to coordinate in a way that's unique and that we don't see in other games, like going up the towers and the timing and pacing of, or in other um, uh, trials or things mm -hmm. like that. 
Um, you don't see those kinds of mechanics, like going up the tower, pacing those things. Yeah. But at the same time, I have no doubt this will probably be a more impactful story beat by making it a solo quest battle because mm -hmm. they did a great job with the Rattatan fight. But I'm also kind of sad because this was one of the very few instances that we had in Trials that we had where I think they really tried to break the mold mm -hmm. of what we yes. expected from like an arena, from a fight. I... You know, I really love the fights in this game. I adore them. I think they are all very exceptional in their own unique way. But one of the things I have oftentimes had as a thought in my mind is, well, there's only so many times we can stand on a circle with a boss in the middle of it. And or, like sometimes it gets a little more We could, we could stand a in a rectangle. Yeah, I mean, one of the things, I mean, and, and we talked about this um, uh, right before Endwalker came out was the idea of uh, verticality in like Dungeons mm -hmm. and Trials yeah. and stuff. And we actually got a little bit of that. But, you know, one of the things that I always think of is, and this is, I'm going to date myself here, uh, Riven Road back in 1.0 where mm. there were actually stairs and you could like go up and fight some stuff and then you could come back down and we don't we don't have anything like that right but steps we could you know there were towers it was something different yeah. um and i think i mean that's probably why a lot of people hated it but um <laughs> it's, yeah. i mean there's something to be said about trying something new uh, you know it, it doesn't always work mm -hmm. um but it's it's nice just to have something different sometimes right yeah. especially in something that might come up in like party finder um if you're if you're queuing into like a trials roulette or something so it's it's kind of a bummer but like i i also get it you know so yeah yeah i think it'll probably yeah. be a better thematic change yeah. overall but yeah yeah just a little part of me is like oh i like that they tried to do something different in that one you mm -hmm. know um they're also revamping thorn march yeah, because oh, it'll be the what? first eight uh, eight man trial that you do. Mm -hmm. It'll be the first one. So I guess mm -hmm. they're like, we're gonna redo it so it's less weird. I don't know. Less I weird. Mean, it's Moogle singing like a Tim Burton esque song. I, you can't unweird Thorn March. I didn't say unweird. I said less weird. I, then it's not Thorn March anymore. It's I, just... I mean, it's true. Yeah, it's I I again another one that I have mixed feelings about. Yeah. This one is very annoying for people. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's just be real. There's a lot again, of things to hit. Like, yeah. well, and the mm -hmm. order because mm -hmm. I think especially in the second half, some of it is a little bit obscure. Like, who's supposed to take what, and which one's supposed to go where, and then yeah. you yeah. put that underneath. I mean, it mostly comes to play comes into play with like the hard and extreme modes, but those yeah. still pop actually pretty frequently in things like the mentor roulettes. So it's confusing for people. But at the same time, at its core, if you have a fight and the fight's design is that it's an ad fight, mm -hmm. then to me, those are the mechanics you have to learn, right? Like yeah. your logic and thinking through that is like, okay, so who do we take out first? Okay, well, probably healer. And I mean, if you go for that first, whatever your strategies are, you know, you're probably already following a bit of the logic, right? So mm -hmm. like they're... they're are good and bad things about this. I do think it was a stumbling point. I do think that like tailoring it is definitely something that's needed, but I hope that they don't just make it that it's like nothing matters. And I don't yeah, know, like I'm you just almost imagining that they, they dumb it <laughs> yeah. down to where maybe only like, maybe, maybe they're targetable in order or something like you can't target the other ones until you mm -hmm. take down the, the one ad that's targetable or I, I don't know what they would do to it. I don't to think they ever go that far. I don't think they ever go that far. Yeah. We'll find out. I, yeah. 
Uh, it's another one of those. Okay, but why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay. Um. All right. Moving on. Uh. So a while back we heard about these new uh dungeons they were calling criterion dungeons they have changed the name now mm-hmm. uh it, the, the naming on this is so weird yeah it's, it's very it, weird. they i i it's hope confusing it's very confusing and i hope i hope they change it because it's like i'm i'm looking at the slides and the thing i'm like what the, why who why? it's like <laughs> okay um anyway we'll get into the what these are so um they are now going to be called um uh variant dungeons they're variable difficulty dungeons um we used to know them as Criterion Dungeons, but don't worry, they'll still use that term no, later. Don't worry. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, so these are going to be um, level 90. They'll be casual play for one to four players. Um, you can match um, in this, so that's nice. Uh, no role restrictions. Um, you can change your job once inside, um, and they will scale. So the enemy strength will be determined by party size. Um, and then this this gets interesting. The route of progression... Um, will branch based on player action. So there's different paths that you can take in mm-hmm. these, each that will give you like some different story beats, I guess. And then you can go back and do a different path, get more story beats. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's, it, it's, it's one of these things where it's like, these are all canon. They all happened. Um, <laughs> I Choose your own them. adventure dungeon. Yeah. No, uh, I mean, I'm imagining, I, I'm curious about just how far this will go. Yeah. Like, are we talking about the, like, is this all so randomly generated that we are kind of in the territory of something like heaven on high or like, I don't play world of Warcraft, uh, but the, they, they had these randomly generated dungeons recently. Torghast. Torghast. Yeah. yeah. Where it's something like, oh, we choose to do this, or if this shows up in a room, then we hit this statue, and then that opens up an alternate path, which gives us more ways to go, or something. Or are they literally talking about, like, an NPC stands in front of you, and you stand as a party, and they're like, which way do you want to go? And you can almost, like, vote or something. You go left or right, or or whatever it is. And if you go left, the NPC dies and is never heard from again. But if you go right, (laughs) that's what I don't want. I don't know what they're exactly defining this by. And yeah. I'm curious to find out. I think it's cool. I, be, I like yeah. the idea. It'll be interesting, yeah. Um, so uh, they say that you will explore the depths along a certain someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so this first dungeon, I'm actually really excited for this. This is going to be the Sildin, uh, the Sildin uh, subterrain. Mm-hmm. Um, Nanamo? Nanamo, Pippin, maybe uh, Rabon. I, I think I'm this going could... Hildebrand. <laughs> no! Because in ARR, what was he investigating? Silda. Just saying. Uh, maybe. Might... So... <laughs> I hate that you might be right. I hate it. <laughs> You're going to... Somebody, either any anybody here in chat, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, 1.0. I'm going back. Yeah. There was an instance in a sewer... Where you would fight the lambs of Dalamud. Mm-hmm. Was that like just like this is just like an old uh, sewer? Like was it I, I don't remember like what the name of it was. Like would they Couldn't maybe help. that's something they can bring back here? A little bit of that? Like maybe. That that was what my brain immediately went to. Yeah. Um But uh yeah, like I mean it, it looks really cool. It's one of those things where, you know, you got your 
they they, they, they total rocked it. It's just like this big kind of open hole in the ground. There's some light coming in. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm really curious to see uh, what this will be, how the story stuff will work. Um, Me too. I've always been very curious about learning more about particularly like the ancient foundations of Uldah because mm-hmm. we see yeah. so many mm-hmm. of the ruins and yeah. even going into stuff like, uh, sorry, I always call it the sunken temple of corn, mm-hmm. but Karn and these other areas, I always thought that was like a facet of like a history in the game that was really unique and really cool yeah. with the kind of influence and all sorts of mm-hmm. stuff. So I am looking forward to actually getting and that's... maybe more. Yeah, my, my brain immediately when I saw Sildin Subterrain, I was like, mm-hmm. can we also get like a Nimian one and like a Gelmoran one? Yes. And like, like, please, that would be so cool. Um, That's what we're thinking. Yeah. I hope so. For each of these city states. That would be so good. Because we're, we're getting three this yes. expansion, so it would make sense that, you know, mm-hmm. one for each city state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amdapur is like, but what about me? No, you had your dungeons. Give us more. <laughs> yeah, you got dungeons. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see what they do with this. Um, so that's that's the the variant dungeons. Then <laughs> they have quote another path criterion dungeons. Yeah, that's a mouthful. Um, so these are level ninety high difficulty challenges for four player parties. So they're basically the variant dungeons. But like one step up, so like, think like extreme almost, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, the party must have one tank, one healer, and two DPS. Um, there are also uh, a savage version of these as well. Um, it's just it's <laughs> the wording. So we have we have uh, variant dungeons, right? So we have Sildan subterrain. Mm-hmm. Then we have. Another Sildin subterrain, which is like mm-hmm. the another path option. <laughs> yeah. So this is like like think of it as like three steps of difficulty, where the first one just has a completely yeah. different name. Yeah. <laughs> so we have variant yeah. dungeons, another Sildin subterrain, and then another uh, Sildin subterrain savage. Uh, obviously, it gets harder as you go down the list, and a couple of things change. Um, so with another Sildin subterrain. Um, parties of fewer than four players will be supplemented via matching. So you can still match this mm-hmm. one. Um, normal methods of resurrection are prohibited, but each player is granted a uh, limited number of revival actions. So you'll be able to just mm-hmm. get up X amount of times. Yeah. Um, defeated enemies do not revive after party chaos. So if you wipe, it's fine. Nothing comes back and you can just, just like try it again. normal. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Um, so now for another Sildan subterrain savage, um, you have to do preformed parties. You can't match this. Um, all methods of resurrection are prohibited. So if you die, you dead. You die. That's it. You, you period. Dead. Um, all defeated enemies will revive after a party KO. So if you wipe, you got to go through all the trash again. Um, mm-hmm. and then they also say, Enemies will become stronger if you don't defeat them within a certain time limit. So you also got a timer on it. Um, You're running. You running. Um, so, yeah, I, there's a lot of little things in this that I I like. I love. I mean, we've talked about this a few times since I haven't mentioned 1.0 at all yet this episode. Yeah. Not um, 
you know, the, the, we used to have like time chests back in, in 1.0 yeah. dungeons, right? So the idea that they're adding a clock back into like a, a piece of dungeon content, like that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm really curious what the, how the, the uh, resurrection stuff will work. Um, mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those things. It's, it's weird. Like it's, it's, it's right. It's harder light party content, but then they also like change a few systematic things just to, mm-hmm. for, for, for reasons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that you can't resurrect. That makes it much more difficult. That's really cool. That that mm-hmm. really enhances that feel. I also hate that you can't resurrect because that is how they balance things. And without resurrection, there's less reason to bring those that can resurrect. But if they left it in, then you would only want to bring them. So they really get themselves in a corner constantly with this. Mm-hmm. Like it's just one of those things that I, being a summoner player, absolutely hate seeing. But I get it. It's like, I get it. That makes sense. But also, that's my one utility that matters. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, overall, I am so hyped yeah. for these dungeons. Like, really yes. genuinely, yeah. this mm-hmm. is a type of content we have been asking for. I think the community has wanted for so long. We've seen be implemented into other games to great effect. Having a four-man party and like genuine four-man progression where mm-hmm. you can work on something of difficulty. And not just that, but I love that they have this scaling sort of difficulty where we have the middle ground and then we have the uh, mm-hmm. high end. And then there's also the flexibility of like if you're going in as far as like the lower mode, you know, it'll scale sort of adjusting to you. And like, I love all of this. I think this is such a great piece of content. I hope that this becomes something that we can expect. I mean, assuming it's all great and we have fun playing mm-hmm. it, but I hope that this becomes something that we can expect as part of like a regular rotation of content, much like mm-hmm. we always expected deep dungeons and we always expected these other things, because I think this is something that there is a real desire for in the community. And especially, yes, if they tie it into like all the like history of the different mm-hmm. areas and having the NPC in the story mode and the explorable wings, like, there is so much in this one thing that I think makes it, I mean, probably one of the best fully fleshed new features we've seen yeah. added into the game. I was really blown away by all the details that they gave about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's okay. with, with, you know, this okay. drop in, in, in 6.2 data center travel. Yep. It's true. We could all, we could all do it. My only concern for this is the, reward structure yes that's what i was going to talk about yeah so we have these so with these dungeons we have these tiers you know you have the story tier you have what's essentially ex and then you have Mm -hmm. savage uh my concern is like if we are getting you know gear and or weapons out of this Depending on how savage we're talking about, how, mm-hmm. you know, if it's on par with savage, then I believe, again, only if it's on par with savage, I believe the rewards, the loot you get should be on par with savage, savage yeah. raids. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just, this is another piece of content. And it's another avenue. Um, at the very least, you could maybe put it five to ten eye level below Savage, yeah. depending. But 
like it, it's just all depends on the um, on exactly how difficult we're talking. Is yeah. this is this kind of like BA? Is this kind of like the Louvrum? Things like that. If it's like that, then yeah, like make it make it something worth it. Yeah, that's my only concern. Yeah, it's it's bringing this in brings in kind of a concept of Mythic Plus that you know a lot of people are like, wow, yeah. this is great. But it also mm-hmm. brings in that controversy of Mythic Plus in that people who do it want to get the gear that is good, but people who do raids go, you shouldn't get the gear that we get because it's harder. There's more people. And then mm-hmm. you get to that point in the community where Mythic Plus people are like, well, I did a, you know, like a 15. That's harder than your normal raid. So you get into this, like, who should get what? And then I, I've already seen some people say Savage should have zero rewards. It should just be time-based. And I'm like, then who's going to do it? Like, you know, it, honestly. What you could maybe do, right? And I say this not having any idea about how other games do this. Sure. Um, we, we, we already have systems in place, right? Like a weekly token drop or something. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, what if we did like um, some kind of a currency, right? Tied to this where mm-hmm. um, you can like earn a chunk of it like once a week but if you yeah. do it on savage you get more yeah yeah like or some there's like, that way or there's you can like get you can get more stuff faster but people that aren't doing savage can slowly work up towards getting stuff yeah or there's like a unique set of rewards mm-hmm. on that i mean it depends on what they want these to be for right i hope yeah. that they aren't just like just the thing you do for Relic, because that means that people are only going to do it when it's Relic mm-hmm. stuff and get the mm-hmm. achievement and then never do it again. I mean, I liked that in BA and stuff, right, you have the mounts, there's a lot of other unique rewards and stuff, you know, with that in those regards, or, you know, the mounts as well that came from later stuff with Delabrum and everything. I mean, there's a lot of cool things there that I think attracted people to it. And that I, you know, I'm like, that's really cool. Although I still think, I don't know why they did the Cerberus mount and like not any of the other stuff that was thematic. like you know Tavosia and everything but um you know i i think you can have unique mounts unique stuff like that as an incentive but i actually we hadn't really been running um unreal until recently with our static Mm -hmm. and the fact that a lot of those rewards i mean you do have to put some time in doing unreal you get those currencies and then you know you go to your little fox and some of the mounts and ways that they've added things into that does actually make it lucrative for people And so if they had something like you were saying, Fusion, like a currency vendor or like a separate tier of rewards for something like Savage, of course, I would love it if there are unique rewards for players Mm -hmm. who obtain that. But I'd honestly even kind of like it if there were some things in there that you could sell that you could, you know, continue running this and use it. If you mastered this and you got really Mm -hmm. good at it and you, you know, got a group Mm -hmm. just because for me personally, I don't like making a million furniture with crafters and gatherers to sell. I don't like making a million potions. Like, if I'm going to be earning money in the game, I want to be running content. I mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, combat content. So having other sources where I could farm something in a lucrative manner would be awesome, yeah. <laughs> personally. And, I, you know, one thing I do, I wanted to speak on, too, you mentioned the idea of if it's just something, like, for example, it's if it's just used for relic stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Once people get it done, they won't do it anymore. Um, which makes me want to highlight one, one, of the, one of the parts of this is that um, for just, like, the base version, it's for one to four players. So they're yeah. designing it 
right off the bat saying you could go in and do this by yourself. So, I mean, you could you could look at that a couple of ways, right? As either, oh, they're giving people that want to try soloing stuff an op, like, you know, a new mm-hmm. avenue to do that. Or we know people are going to grind this and eventually it won't be as popular. So we're going to let you go in by yeah. yourself if you want to go do relics like in 8.0. You so know, we'll it's... See. It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what they hook this into, whether they hook it into the vertical progression of the game where you get more tombstones, you get more gear or something or the horizontal progression where it's just, hey, it's glams, it's money, it's stuff that doesn't give you power. It's going to be really interesting to see where it falls on that spectrum. Yeah. So there you go. Um, Island Sanctuary. We made it. Oh, yeah. So this this was interesting. So they they showed us um, part of a nudity. Map. They, they showed us nudity. <laughs> Big yeah. old island. Yeah, they had to censor it. Too hot uh, for too hot for Twitch. Yep. It's it's interesting to me seeing this because so coming into this, I you know they're like island sanctuary. You can like make farm crops and raise animals and stuff. I'm like, oh okay, so it'll probably be based off the mod gardens from Eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the unblurred part of the picture we have is like already bigger than eleven. Like elevens is just like <laughs> you have a little beachfront and then like a little bit of green, and that's it. Like if you do mm-hmm. a closer crop of what we've seen, that's elevens thing. But then you have this whole other rest of this freaking island. So this thing is huge, right? They have they have broken <laughs> in for scale on the on the picture yeah. that they showed. Um, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be this big. Like at right. all, like I was expected to be like a fraction of the size, um, which is wild to me. Um, so what this is, if in, in case people uh, aren't aware, Island Sanctuary is going to be uh, casual solo stuff, kind of slice of lifey things where you'll be able to gather materials. You can care for animals, build facilities, craft items. Um, mm. They say no experience as a disciple of land or hand is required. Um it very much feels like it is its own separate thing um, that's not really attached to anything else. Mm-hmm. So um, the way that this works, so um, you'll gather materials from nature and then those materials are island specific and will have its own inventory system and everything. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, then from that, you can Minecraft it and you will take those gathered materials and craft tools that will help you harvest new resources. So this is like mm-hmm. literally taking a, 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 a stuff Survival out of game. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then you can grow crops. You can plant and cultivate seeds that you find on your island. Um, these will be different from the stuff that you could uh, grow with your current estate uh, for like your housing and stuff. So like a whole new set of stuff for that. Um, you'll be able to collect and care for various creatures um and then while doing that there's going to be i guess options uh or possibilities for rare coloring um and unique uh animals um we got shinies yeah shiny (laughs) well turn this into pokemon why (laughs) no no yes i am ready i'm already i'm already imagining uh (laughs) 
Mr. Happy's streams where just he just spends the entire day on his island sanctuary trying yes, to get no. like a gold. Yeah, or it's, shiny. it's going to be a thing. It's it's gonna yeah, be it's a, gonna thing. Be a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you can also build a base of operations, customize its appearance, and unlock further tools for development. Um, and your favorite minions can also freely wander within your base. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll just, I'm just going to go down this bullet point and then we'll, we'll talk about everything. Yeah. Um, you can make handicrafts, which you can then sell. Um, and there's like a, like a market game you can play to sell stuff that's like in demand and you'll get uh, island specific currency for this, not gill. So we have a completely different currency system here as well. They're um, nook coins or whatever it was <laughs> in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Bells is what they were. Yeah. Uh, I or, don't know. or, well, there were, there were also nook miles. Oh, okay. There was See, a whole other system. Maybe the coin I based from the. <laughs> I played a lot. I don't know how in NFTs he is or not. No, no. <laughs> can, we, can we not? Um, and then that, like that kind of market stuff, isn't affected by other players' actions, so it's completely independent. It's just for you. Um, and then you'll be able to use that uh, specific currency for uh, special items. Um, and then, um, lastly, you can also invite visitors. Uh, from your friends list and free company members over to your island. Um, so there's there's a lot here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's basically like someone's like, okay, we'll take Minecraft and Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley and we'll just kind of smush it together and mm-hmm. that's Island Sanctuary. And I am living for I it. love it. I kidding? love it. I want all of them smushed together. Even Pokemon <laughs> shiny hunting. I want everything. I, this, after waiting so long for details about this and what it was going to be, this was so exciting. I think literally the only thing that was on my list, and I don't know if they're going to count them as the creatures you can take care of, mm-hmm. are the chocobos. Because again, I'm like, please sure. give us a reason to have the chocobo. Let us see our retired pedigree chocobo or something to give some kind of tie-in for racing and gold saucer mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, So they didn't mention that, but every other thing that they mentioned, I am like so here for. I am so curious. I mean... We don't believe the base, and they've been very careful not to say that it's instance housing, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I'm curious about what they mean, how extensive the customization is. I'm curious about this currency on the island. I mean, is it the kind of thing where you're going to have to be buying furniture for the base? That, But we have furniture in-game for... I don't know. But I'm hoping that it's just maybe, like, reward systems, and if they ever decide to do something with, like, an interior that you can customize, that it is, like, you can use the housing items in the game and, you know? Mm-hmm. Rook, let me let me let you down as gently as I possibly can. You you were right in that they they chose their wording well mm-hmm. when when they didn't refer to this as housing. Yeah, it's not housing. It's not a solution yeah. to housing. Excuse me. Um, yeah, you're not just gonna get your island and you know build a mansion and just. Bam, I'm gonna invite people to my mansion. No, you are getting a freaking shack. Mm-hmm. That that Rogan and Dot that's on that map for all that island he's got, he's getting a shack. Or like getting. a little farmhouse. Or like I can see like little stables or like, you know, or little house coop or something for your minions or stuff like that. It's a shack. Yeah. yeah. It's a shack. Now, Fusion, you did bring up a good point, though, because we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> yeah. And when you were saying, 
if they can have an entire instanced island zone for people that other people can visit and yet still don't at some point in the Where's game. Where's my damn instance housing, Square it? Enix? <laughs> I know. We, I know. we have all these wards, all right? Yeah. They're all full. You can't buy a house anymore. If you have like one size, there's no room to upgrade to another. And then you have this island and you show us this island and you show us this little part. And then you go, but also all of this. And I can invite people to it. Why can't I have a house on it too? Why? 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 I don't Why? know. Shack. Yeah. Why? It's got to be. Mm-hmm. It's got to be extremely limited in some way. Right? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, Final Fantasy XI gives a mug house to every player. Why? Why can't you do that here? Yeah, I mean, I've seen, I see even chat, but like the discussion of, well, if we all have islands, do we really need a house? And of course, I think people are, you know, joking in some manner. Yeah. But I mean, yes, we do. We did. We need a house still <laughs> because the amount of ways that people use these houses creatively, yeah. the amount of rewards that are in the game uh, that are furnishing items, both from seasonal events, from gemstone vendors, from actual dungeon drops, from everything, right? Like from craft and gathering stuff. Like mm-hmm. we do need this to be more accessible. And we've seen that even with, all the other things that have been happening, um, housing is still full of many problems, and that the raffle solution, as we all knew, just would not fix them all. You know, like, so if they really want to develop this as a feature that every player, every single of the millions upon millions of players that play this game mm-hmm. can enjoy and engage in, then that is something they're going to have to do. So my hopes are that this island is a step towards that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love everything they announced about it. I am so excited for it. Um, somebody in chat mentioned that this isn't coming out 6.2. It's coming out 6.25. Do we lose Sly? 6.25, uh, yeah. Slice yeah, we can. did lose Sly. Your, oh, your, your cam, cam died. Oh. But yeah. Uh, and he's back. Uh, um, <laughs> it but just, yeah. It hurts me that we don't have more housing stuff in, in the Island Sanctuary. And I know, yes, you can't grow your garden, but... Wouldn't it be really cool to have the submarine there? I mean, it's an island Here's, sanctuary. Well, Come you know, on. it's one of the Let me put a minion I, in there. It'd be like a helicopter. <laughs> no, I just want to send my. I just want out, okay? a giant freaking laser submarine. or like a satellite in weapon a or something <laughs> that like pops out of the mountain on my island. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I we, want to be an evil superdome. One of the things we've talked about um, a few times. Uh, I don't want to say the f word. Uh, fellowships. Oh We've talked no. about the idea of how they introduce a lot of different systems instead of just adding features into existing ones, right? And we're seeing that here, right? You can plant and cultivate seeds you find on your island, but it's different from the current planting stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're somebody that's like, man, I would love to just get, like, like a large plot and be able to have, like, a bunch of little gardens. Oh, we're getting island sanctuary. I can just go and grow. No, you can't. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah, I don't know. it does feel weird because at least initially upon the conception of this, I thought this was part of their answer to, yeah. well, I cannot actually partake in certain content in the game unless I have a house. And so I was like, oh, well, if they have gardens and things. Oh, the gardening, you can get a chocobo stable. Submarine, like, right? Yeah. So, I mean, again, I don't necessarily think that instance housing while yes no they have not said anything about it actually Mm -hmm. coming with this so do not bank on it i do not even i have no idea if it will ever be there and i you know do not expect it but like 
it does seem to me like this is a step that could lead us in that direction. But I mean, all of that aside, the actual features of this island look really charming and really delightful. And I can see this being a game mode that people just fall in love with and continue to want to see updated and or, yeah. you know, I don't know if that means we get more little sanctuaries around yeah. that we get I mean, to do cute housing, stuff in. Housing or... BS aside, like this sounds like yeah. really like cool, yeah. wholesome content. And I'm, I'm yeah, really looking forward cool. to checking it out. But also, Square Enix, where is my instance housing? <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Good luck uh, with that. I will die on this hill. Um, all right. Yeah. So not in the house, though. <laughs> I have to say. Al, do you know that was amazing? Holy shit. Oh, my, oh my God. God. That was so good. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, didn't realize what I was saying. There's a good uh, point is brought up in chat too. Should we expect parties on people's islands from now on? Um, That'd be cool. One of the things that they they didn't no. mention here, yeah, and I, I think no is probably yeah. the answer. But they say you can invite people from your friends list and from your free company. But how many is is yeah. the thing right? What's the um, limit? Yeah, can I? Yeah. Is it just like I can have up to seven people, and we can have just like a a, a single party? Is it like mm -hmm. I'm gonna have this gigantic bash on my island? Uh, you know, I'm curious. Maybe that's something they'll prove over time. I, and I think you know we and we've said this before too. Hopefully, this is a step in the direction of having yeah. something like instance housing, where they're saying, okay, we'll have we'll give people an island. We'll see how the the coding and the data works to transfer players to that area. Mm -hmm. um, but as it is right now, it does, it, it does sound really fun. Uh, you know, right. I'm yeah. not, I'm not like saying this is going to suck because it doesn't have instance housing. Right. No, like it still sounds really awesome. It should still have instance housing, but even if it doesn't, like it sounds like it'll be a lot of fun to play with. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I really wish they would come out i mean and obviously we'll get more details with the next live letter mm -hmm. um but i mean ever since this stuff was announced there has been so much speculation about the things that you will build on this island the yeah. base of operations these buildings and i really wish they would just come out and clarify what the hell these things are yeah because like it's one of those things like you know they've you know yoshida has come out and said quote not animal crossing right but it's like there's still a lot of people out there that are like, but could it maybe be like the the equivalent of like a small house or like what are we mm -hmm. I just come out and tell us what it is. Mm. They're just I dragging people through this. <laughs> they need to they do need to at some point temper the expectations on yes. that component. Yes. And the only reason that I say that is because the simulator genre has leaned very heavily into that. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't play Animal Crossing just to be like, come see the island I'm on. You play Animal Crossing to be like, look at my house. Look at the things I collected. Look mm -hmm. at the stuff I achieved. Look at my gardens. Look at the things that I made. Look at how I, you know, yes, look at my island. But it's about all of that. And a big component of these kinds of simulator games are that like cozy space you are making for yourself in the world that reflects something about you. So I think it will be that element, that one little element has the potential of possibly being a bit of a miss if they don't have, you know, right. some kind of customization, at least to some extent. Um, again, 
I would not expect an instance house unless we get surprised yeah. by it. And then I will be like, yay, but I'm not going to mm -hmm. be banking on it at yeah. all. But I mean, at the very least, collecting the creatures and the animals and stuff like that, I think will be great. And mm -hmm. again, I think there's so much potential with that. Like, think about all the people that loved breeding Pokemon. Like, how cool would it be if, you know, you get these rare ones and then eventually someday they add in some new patch where you can like breed different patterns and stuff and maybe there's mm -hmm. other special ones that you can discover and you can trade them with other players or and then you can get minion versions of them or something like that would be so cute and i would get way too invested in it <laughs> but the same would go if they also integrated some of these other systems to encourage people to engage with them yeah. like the chocobo racing and stuff like that because um mm -hmm. i think we've seen that they have an eye on with the hildebrand being tied into relics right trying to like create these loops into other gameplay into other gameplay to like make you engage with all the stuff that they've spent time and effort on in the mm -hmm. game and then of course there are some things where i think they're just like yeah that's fine we know yeah. we don't we need to worry about that ever again. Like right I, I really <laughs> hope this is something that we will continue to see development on um because right now it's it's one of those things where i think there's right going into this we're like oh like it's it's maybe gonna help us get access to some housing stuff that we normally couldn't do if there's no plots available right but it doesn't seem like that's the case i feel like in that particular regard i think there's a uh you know there's there's expectation versus reality right i think the devs designed this as some uh, it's, it's completely owned separate thing but we're like but could we maybe get a little bit of this so hopefully that's something that they'll see hopefully that's something they can address um you know after we get hands-on with it and see what it actually is um moving along here um Adventure plates, portrait stuff. It's coming out of beta. We're getting the the, the yeah. official release of this stuff. Um, nice. They'll be adding some stuff. They'll be changing some stuff. How the you know how portraits get linked and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, all the portraits that were made under the beta version will be lost. So you'll have to redo them. So if there's like a, a pose or something you really like, go into your settings, take a screenshot or something, so you can remember how you did it. Um, Why are you endorsing this behavior? <laughs> I mean, maybe there's a cool. I'm not saying like. I mean, I, I, there's going to be some people out there that maybe made some some questionable poses. They'll recreate it. They'll recreate yeah, it they faithfully. Will. They'll recreate. Yeah, yeah, they will. They will. There's, there's some I people mean, that just have some other really wholesome cool yeah. things. You got like the perfect lighting on it and stuff. Uh -huh. Yeah, take a little screenshot. Yeah. Save yourself. Yeah. Make it look like you got a big ding dong. Whatever mm -hmm. you want to do. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm kidding. I wasn't going to go there. I didn't I think anybody really. would. And then Rook just casually drops ding dong. Look, I'm a little tired today. So my filter, <laughs> <laughs> my filter is not fully uh, enabled currently. Uh -huh. <laughs> Please do not make it look like that. They have been clear about this. That was a joke. <laughs> I made. You want a small ding dong? Yes, only yeah. small ding dongs. If you're doing it, be tasteful, tasteful. with your ding dongs. Thank exactly. you. <laughs> That's that's the quote from this episode. Be tasteful with your ding dongs. Yes. Um, they're also going to implement instant portraits for Dome and Mahjong. Um, we yeah. When they introduced these, we said we wanted to see them in more content. So we're we're getting there. Um, oh man, I'm just imagining all the people who will redo portraits just for Mahjong. I do, I would love to see it cast now because at the beginning you'd see these like Yu-Gi-Oh like you know like this pose from this person versus that uh, it would be great i i want to see it come in with like a lightning bolt in between them make it like an intro to a fighting game come on i really need them to introduce that oh my gosh the emote that um urianje does when he does the like 
classic yes, exactly. like anime pose. There you go. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> uh, yep. All right. Um, new poses will be added. New decorative features will be added. Mm -hmm. um, you'll also be able to copy uh, your pose and camera settings for portraits. Um, so lots of cool oh. stuff with that. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say mm -hmm. one thing about this that I thought was important is that, mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if we, yeah, okay. I was trying to make sure I wasn't just like repeating what had already been said. Um, but they did get rid of a lot of the weird issues that, I mean, obviously it was in beta, they yeah. were testing. And they talked specifically about the fact that like, now when you make your like picture, you take your portrait, right? And you set it, that gear that you had on in that portrait yes. is what's going to be preserved. Right. So we're not going to have that weird reset issue where like, if you changed your glamour or if you even changed like one thing that was on there or died, it, like suddenly you're reset to that default portrait or like, you know. So that has been fixed. And if yep. you notice that there were other little things, it's very likely that with this full release that it will be taken care of. But as always, you know, um, give like feedback if there are any yeah. other bugs that pop up. Yeah. Uh, miscellaneous updates. You ready for these? They're very miscellaneous in nature. Okay. Elegant tombstones of causality. All right. Will be added. Uh, new high level, uh, high, new high item level crafted gear will be added. Uh, you will be able to request repairs from other players in Thank and you. out of duties. It has Thank been 10 long years. Ah. Oh, this is so good. This Since is so 1. good. Since 1.0, right? Yeah. Since 1.0, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's coming I can back. continue being a slacker and never level up any crafters and just Oh, my God. Repair. All the plays. Yep. <laughs> you can be, you <laughs> now can be that person. Yeah. Oh, I was already that person. You can oh, still be that person, but don't. <laughs> this is One day so good. This is so good. And I love that it's both in and outside yes. of duty. That's because great. like mm -hmm. if you're out somewhere or like you realize your gear is broken or I don't know, you're in the middle I'm of so a I'm so glad train. we finally yeah. got past that door boss in this instance. Oh my gear broke. We need to exit. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay yeah, now. Well, just staring at your name. Yep. Yep. That's great. Um also, this one's actually really, I like this one. Uh, combo sequence display added to actions list. So now when you go into that actions window, you can see the combos. Like, I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's cool. I love that, especially if you're wanting to, like, get into a new job and you're setting up your hotbar for the first time. It's no longer, okay, I'm going to go over to, like, Summerford, find a dummy, and then see what button gets highlighted for the combo after I hit it <laughs> to arrange them. Like, you can just see what the combo is. I love that. Um, they're also going to... Be adding um, rare materials to ethereal reductions um, from miners, botanists, and fishers. These materials will not be used in crafting battle-related items. Uh, glamour dresser. They're double in the capacity. I'm so happy. I have been having. I'm, I've been for, for like so long now. I've been at the. I want to add this. Okay, what do I? What do I take out? Yeah. Which yeah. which piece of glamour is is getting removed? That I would ha then have to go and do like a raid for or something to get back if I wanted to. <laughs> this is yeah. still, again, not a perfect solution. We all know this. We yeah. all understand this. We really need a glamour catalog mm -hmm. at some point. We are only getting more classes and more gear in the game. It is a nightmare, as to quote Yoshida san, <laughs> to deal <laughs> with. Nightmare. <laughs> it is so bad to deal with. And like, I know I myself am at the point where I'm literally, there are things that I like and gear that I like, but I'm like, do I see myself wearing this in the next month? No, I'll delete it. And I guess yeah. I'll have to just Don't grind it. for it again. If I really I want, want it again. It. Yep. 
And it's like, I, in a game that has such gorgeous gear and where glamour really is something that people, like we literally have websites mm -hmm. dedicated to it. People love doing glamour in this game. We need something eventually that is more like an actual glamour catalog where just yeah. the cosmetic looks of any gear you've ever possessed are unlocked, even if the actual tangible item is not. Um, like, and you don't have the stats, right? Like, yeah. so I, I'm very glad about this because boy, do I need it. But yeah, I am hoping that at some point they come up with a better long-term solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, this one was interesting. Adjustments to the order of certain return to Ivalice quests. Um, so with this, the quest making bacon bread and walk on by uh, will become unavailable. Thank goodness. Bye-bye. You just, you're just skipping the go around the world part of it, basically. Oh, that was okay. what those quests were. Yeah. I was okay. like, ah, uh, second part of it? I can't remember. I just remember when I was catching up because I didn't I didn't play the game at that time. Like I, I had to take a break. How else am I, I supposed like, to make my bacon bread me. now though? Right. Cano canonically, how can my warrior of light now make bacon bread? I don't know. Mm -hmm. These are that's the questions. Just knowledge that's lost to us. <laughs> yeah. I might have it on my venue menu one day and I can't make bacon bread anymore. What yeah. am I gonna do now? Yeah. Think of the know, RP square. Um, so yeah, that's it. Um, new merch coming out. We mentioned this a little earlier. Yeah. Uh, the Primal's Live in Japan. Beyond the Shadow. New mm -hmm. Blu-ray. Uh, make sure to pick that up if you want it. It's coming out um, in uh, September. Also, uh, right now the Immerse Game Pack is on sale. If that's not something mm -hmm. that you've picked up yet, uh, Rook, I'll let you plug your thing for that since you have Thank a th you, you have a, a thing. I was like, oh, can I show myself can, can now? I do, should I, can I mention the thing? Might as well. Yes, it's 20% off right now. But if you, I'm actually an Immersion Game Pack uh, affiliate. So if you use code Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I at checkout, you'd be doing me a big solid, but you will get a total of 40% off the Immersion Audio Ooh. Pack. Mm -hmm. They stack. And um, I would definitely say do it now. It really does enhance the game in ways that I was genuinely surprised by. I was not expecting that much from it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And then I was really, really pleasantly surprised. It's super easy to set up. You can instantly activate it. You literally don't even have to restart the game once you get it set up. It customizes to your ear. It works with any headphones that you have. And it will give you multi-directional layered audio. Um, it really makes the environments pop, but it's also kind of fun and stuff like PvP where you can hear things come in yep. from a different direction. And um, definitely was really impressed. It's been very cool to see how they've been working with the game. You can also use my individual unique link if you go to my well, my Discord or to Twitch mm -hmm. and you go and you look at my affiliate panel, which also helps, but code Rookery at checkout. Mm -hmm. So there you go. It literally saved my life once in raid because I heard an ability go off and I went, you shouldn't be that close to me. I'll move. <laughs> and I did not. Literally, that happened. I'm so Immerse audio saves that. lives, people. I'm not kidding. You heard it here. I was curious. Testimonial. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely, I was curious about how it would affect things in raids because yeah. we don't oftentimes really have to worry about directional no, sound unless there is like, I don't know, some ad that might pop up and yeah. just happens to loudly make a sound when it does from somewhere. So it's actually really good to know. Yeah. I was like, is that a reaper? That is it. Oh, no. Immerse Game Pack saves lives, everybody. Yeah. You heard it here first. 
All right. That is going to uh, wrap it up here for us today. If you want to find me on the internet, you can do that uh, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at Rofeldurg, R-O-F-L-D-R-G. Uh, Aldino, where are you on the internet? Here and only here forever. Uh, yeah, Twitter. I'm at Aldino. I don't post at all. I will one day, maybe. Uh, the OnlyFans still being worked on, trying to figure out exactly what I want to get on there. We've had some trouble with terms of service. Understandable. I'm not going to go into that. There's some litigation. Um, <laughs> but other than that, uh, since Zen isn't here, there is also our D&D stream, which is, can you say it with me? Plus the, the word, one, one the number, number, shot, shot the, word. the word. So it's plus one shot. So we started doing a bunch of one shots, and then we had some campaigns come out of that. So I believe they would have been playing tonight, but with Zen being sick, I think that's that's postponed until next week. But that is also a D&D thing that we do there, and one day we'll do first edition again here. We, we will do the Aetherite Radio D&D, I love that I we swear. all just know each other's sign out. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it for me. Rook! Where can people find you on the internet? Yes, you can find me at Rookery, R-O-O-K-U-R-I, on both Twitch and YouTube. You can also find me on Twitter, but it's at Rookery underscore, and Instagram at Rookery. That's pretty much me. Play a lot of Final Fantasy fourteen. Play a little bit of Guild Wars 2. I, I love MMOs. So um, I've been doing a lot of special appearances as well recently in a ton of different places. So, you have been all um, over the place. <laughs> yeah. It's been Popular. wild. If I'm not live on my channel, I am probably live somewhere else. <laughs> so check out the schedules each week, whether it's one of the two podcasts that I do, including Aetherite Radio, um, or it's stuff like I've recently been doing stuff on the Crown Channel. I've been doing um, high-end PvP casting and shout casting with the Wolves League. I've been doing Ultimate Race to World First casting and other stuff with Mog Talk. And I will actually be on Mog Talk next weekend as well. So um, just keep an eye out. It, it, check it out. We, yeah. I try to keep it as clear. I put it on social media on my discord so that people know where i am but um if i'm not live there's a good chance you might find me somewhere else we did we did final fantasy jeopardy last week we did so that, you was, were the that was the thing I, I did i did win and i will never forget uh the names agito or astrid from now on so oh my god that was a cruel last <laughs> the question worst, that was awful the worst part about about that type zero question i oh, yeah. i could see type zero. the trailer in my brain I could see the trailer. So in you my gotta brain. get on this Jeopardy show because I think you would destroy it. I would, <laughs> would be not. On like, it. I I am <laughs> scared. Remember things from like the main numbered uh, Final Fantasies, but when you said like Type Zero, I'm like probably would have got that. I right. I am a I am scared to be going up against Haps for this this final. Yeah. He is gonna. Oh, I think he's yeah. gonna kick my ass. Like just no <laughs> yeah. no doubt in my Good mind. Good luck there. Yeah. Uh, Sly, where can people find you on the internet? What are you doing? What do you got going on? You can find me on twitch.tv slash Sly, aka Gray Fox. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. Um, well, today, tonight is my birthday celebration on Woo, Happy birthday! My birthday is tomorrow, so we're celebrating because it's first Saturday. Um, <laughs> Doing a lot of Monster Hunter now because I have time to do that. Thank God. Um, doing some tabletop every Monday, uh, Betrayal Legacy, uh, which has cool. been really, really fun. Um, 
Other than that, Station of ESOY, uh, there is a free mini mix out today on the Station of ESOY Patreon. It is available to everyone, like you, 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 all of you on the internet. Me? You don't even have to be a patron. Yes, it's it's for the freeze. It's for the freeze. So go check it out. Give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Uh, but yeah, doing all that. No, yeah. If you want, you can email us Aetherite Radio at GamerEscape.com. You can also tweet at us at Aetherite Radio. You can also find us as GamerEscape on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Discord. Discord.gg slash GamerEscape. We have an Aetherite Radio channel on there. We've got a Final Fantasy XIV channel. Whatever you want to talk about, come on by and hang out. Uh, that is going to do it for us for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out. Zen, if you're watching, I hope you feel better. Uh, love you, Zen. Oh, also, before we go, though, can we all get a happy birthday for Sly up in here? Yeah. Let's do it. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. That's going to do it for us, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out, and uh, we'll see you next time.